Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. So, would a Fed pause or not pause? Odds are going up that they will in the latest FMC decision come Thursday morning, Singapore time. And that's after the latest consumer price index data showed some signs of cooling. And looking at China, those signs of a softening economy, what would that mean for markets? Let's check in with Jeremy Tan. He is the CEO for Tiger Fund Management. Jeremy, how's your morning going so far? Hi, good morning. Thank you. It's great. Yes, let's uh, talk about what's on the table for markets. And I think everyone's closely watching what the Fed will be doing. And we had a bit of um, data for them to crunch on. The CPI numbers, the Consumer Price Index numbers came in. I guess it's good news for those who are hoping for a pause. Yes, if you look at last night's number, I think CPI's rose by about 0.1%. That increased to 4%. And this is actually below uh, expectations of 4.1%. While in the core inflation front, I think removing the volatile components, we have seen that rising by about 0.4% month-on-month to 5.3%. I think this is still a good set of numbers. Inflation has actually fallen from the high of 9.1% set in last year of June, just just about one year ago. And I think this is a a good trend. I think there are some components of the inflation number that are still quite sticky, especially uh, food and shelter. And do remember that shelter still accounts about one-third of the CPI basket. I think this is still quite firm, but I think we could expect that to start to decline by the end of the year. And other factors within the CPI basket, uh, we can see that, for example, like used vehicles, I think that continues to jump by about 4.4%. In terms of the jobless claims number last week, we are actually also seeing a sharper uptick to 261,000. I think overall, we could perhaps see uh, you know, CPI in the US coming closer towards the Fed's long-term target towards uh, 2024. Yeah, the Fed has hiked 10 times already. So if we do get a pause, uh, that will break that streak. And it looks like markets are actually pricing in a hike again sometime down the road as early as July. What's the thinking here? Why would we see a pause and then a hike? Well, if you look at right now, in light of the better than expected inflation print, I think there's a 93% implied probability that the Fed will keep interest rates at 500 to 525 basis points. We are in the camp that uh, the Fed will continue to maintain rates higher for longer. This is basically our thesis for the rest of uh, 2023. I think this is uh, drastically different from the market that was quite actually differential in terms of uh, their expectation in April when there was a lot of banks that actually failed. Mm. They actually forecasted that interest rate cuts will come to the extent of about 100 to 125 basis points this year and that the Fed will have no more ammunition to raise rates for the rest of the year. However, I think in July, we are seeing that uh, there is a small probability that the Fed will continue to raise rates. uh, And that probability comes in at about 58%. And that's because I think the Fed will want to maintain uh, rates higher to make sure that inflation numbers does come down and it's currently accessing whether the economy is actually weaker than expected. Yeah, let's talk about what's happening in the markets right now. And we are seeing a bull market despite... Rates remaining elevated and all the talk about recession, markets still are pushing on. What's the driver here? How much more do you think this can go on for? Well, yet today you have 
seen that the market breadth uh, is rather narrow and the market performance for the S&P 500 is actually driven by big tech or mega caps that's actually driving bulk of the performance this year, around 85 to 90% of the performance is actually driven by this mega tech. Currently, the S&P 500 valuation stands at about 18.5 times market forward PE ratio or price to earnings ratio. I think there is also certain companies in the AI thematic space that is actually trading at quite elevated levels or lofty levels. And actually that reminds me of last year when a lot of investors actually piled into the metaverse team. While I think Mm. we are actually positive of the overall AI adoption, I think uh, we should be careful of uh, some of this uh, valuation. I think uh, the softer landing um, that the Fed is engineering, I think, could paint a better picture for the S&P 500 to stage a broad-based market recovery uh, for the second half. And I think as such, the risk and reward could shift from the mega caps to some of the laggards or the value names uh, in the second half. All right, talking about valuations, uh, we've been seeing China under pressure recently because of some of the economic indicators coming through. Softer than expected, despite optimism around the reopening picture. So when it comes to China, how optimistic are you? Well, for China, I think in terms of our optimism, we continue to be quite optimistic. In the first quarter, I think there was uh, the market actually staged a very sharp rally, faster than expected due to the very sharp reopening tailwinds uh, as a re- result of the border reopening. But however, in the second quarter, especially particularly in May, we have actually seen factory activity starting to fall, official PMI dipping to about 48.8 level. And I think, uh, you know, CPI is also weak at about 0.3% in May. And that is actually due to the overall PPI levels actually starting to also be quite weak uh, in terms of the raw material front. I think China right now is starting to stage uh, a, a more easing of the monetary policy. We have seen that this week with the China Central Bank cutting its seven-day repo rates by about 10 basis points from 2% to 1.9%. It's also weakening the yuan and it's also signaling more monetary stimulus uh, for the economy. I think uh, overall unemployment and property sector remains weak. However, I think this will be the two key measures. If we do see uh, more improvement from these two angles, I think that could drive the economy forward. And I think perhaps more targeted measures by the PBOC or the government could be necessary to help the China economy. But overall, we are still positive about China with uh, valuation at this level. All right. Thank you so much for the overview. We've been chatting with Jeremy Tan. He is the CEO for Tiger Fund Management. Jeremy, thanks for your time. Have a great day ahead. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.